I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Education may be forever changed after the coronavirus. Globally, over 1.2 billion children are out of the classroom. As a result, education has changed dramatically with the distinctive prize of e-learning, whereby teaching is undertaken remotely and on digital platforms. In terms of positive, experts posit that it will see more tutoring, adaptive methods of learnings, but there are also negatives, such as the pandemic is exaggerating the socio-economic divide. There has been an equal amount of hype and excitement around online education too from investors, as a lot of edtech startups are getting funded. Just last week, homegrown interactive online tutoring platform Vedantu raised $100 million as part of its Series D round, also doubling its valuation to $600 million. Backed by Tiger Global, Axel, GGV Capital and others, Vedantu's core strength is conducting live tutoring. In this latest dispatch of Min Startup Diaries, we speak with not only the co-founder Vamsi Krishna from Vedantu, but also with one of the early backers, Hans Tung, managing partner at GGV Capital. Hans Tung lands higher top than 2020 Midas list due to a portfolio, including six major IPOs, eight acquisitions, and no fewer than 14 private valued billion dollar startups. Tung's unicorn stable includes Slack, Peloton, shopping app Wish, online marketplace StockX, fintech company Affirm, scooter company Lime, and a host of others from Airbnb to offer up. Let me begin the conversation with you, Hans, and I think it's a very pertinent question in the minds of almost everybody, and especially in the VC world. Uh, you know, around March, when this entire conversation around the pandemic and the lockdown became mainstream, you know, Sequoia unveiled a report actually calling the corona as a black swan event and cautioning all its portfolio companies what it could mean for the year. I wonder what the top investor in the world thinks about it and what it means for the startups across the globe. Give me some color and sense there. Sure, Shrija. First of all, thank you for having me on your podcast. We, um, we're a global fund uh, with offices in uh, three continents. And so we uh, were able to see data from Asia um, that this was becoming an issue. So as early as um, late January and early February, we had to start analyzing our portfolio across the board and what it means uh, for us and for them. And when um, in the U.S., where I'm based, um, COVID-19 became a more of an issue um, in late February and early March, we went to shutdown mode um, to work from home. Uh, on March 6th, so much uh, ahead of everyone else um, 
uh, in near, near near nearby us. And we're not only VC also saw that. Andreessen Horowitz and a couple others also realized that. So by being a global investor, you 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 see more. Um, and we had in a span of two months did about twenty podcasts um, and online events. Um, we even featured the former uh, CEO of Alibaba.com to talk through his experience, Sabio Kwan, with uh, SARS back in 2003. And many um, founders from uh, India joined us for that session and others. And so we, we, we wanted um, our founders to um, be in the mode of um, driving the cost down uh, while managing um, the, the process uh, as humanly as, as possible. And then... Um, you figure out how to grow during this period, not just in the shutdown mode. And during that process, I mean, we were fortunate to become an investor in Vedantu in uh, 2019. And Vancey did an amazing, and the team did an amazing job of immediately went to that mode and uh, even grew the business during this, during this time. So while we saw that across the board in our over 200 portfolio companies, the best founders somehow can rise to the occasion and um, even can grow during tough times and prepare the team forward while still strengthening the culture. So, which is very fortunate to be with a group of such strong founders. Okay, I think interesting you sort of mentioned about Wamsi's fundraise. And that brings me to my next question. First of all, congratulations, Wamsi, on the fundraise that you've had. I also want to ask you that there have been spate of announcements in the tech space in the recent past. You know, you have been on a fundraising spree. We also are hearing talks about an academy, you know, gearing up for a large fundraise. Then you also have Baiju's, you know, we just raised a huge round of funding from Merrymaker. I want to understand from you that, you know, in the VC world, it's often sort of said that it's a winner-takes-all market. And when you have someone like Baiju's, which is so heavily funded, so perhaps somewhere the winner has already been chosen. I want to understand what is your view on this? So thanks, uh, Shijan, for having uh, me over, and uh, and uh, thanks, uh, you know, for your kind words. I we fundamentally, having been in education for uh, it's almost like fourteen years now, uh, operated as uh, a teacher in an offline setup, set up that for almost like ran that for seven eight years, and then been doing with Anto for the last four five years. Uh, education, as all of us have gone through the system and the process ourselves. I'm sure we all understand. It's uh, it's really about the brand which gets generated through the student experience and superior learning outcomes. And as a result of it, if you see even in offline, online is still new, right? But offline has been there for centuries. In offline, if you see, it's never a winner-takes-all market, right? There are so many teachers out there, so many institutes, so many schools, right? So many brands. Uh, so we have never, never thought about this as, uh, you know, as, you know, as you were mentioning, as one player or even two players, right? It's never been a winner-takes-all market. And that's not just true for India. It's actually true for, uh, you know, anywhere else in the world as well. And Hans can also actually add on to his own perspective and experience to that. So that's the, that's that. so we never think of this as a, you know, winner-takes-all market. The second point, and which is actually a more important point is, is Vedantu. We were the first company in uh, India to start with live tutoring. And uh, this pedagogy, this construct, we always felt is a superior mode of teaching and learning, which can bring forth, uh, you know, far more superior learning outcomes. 
Hans, I want to sort of get your views on this. Uh, you know, when we speak about the online education space, of course, there are different players who have picked their different niches within the large tech space. Bamti uh, sort of just alluded to the fact that he is doubling down on the live tutoring space. It's becoming more adaptive. You know, how much in your conversation with the uh, Wamsi does the Baiju conversation come in? Uh, don't you think that is uh, don't somewhere it's kind of playing out in the minds of investors like yours that, that when you have a player, you know, valued at ten billion dollars, and there's a next player out there, how are you sort of thinking about plugging that gap then? Yeah, that, that also makes it very fun to do investing and also for startups in the uh, technology sector. It's rarely a winner-takes-all mar- market. Um, even though, for example, in e-commerce, Alibaba and Amazon are the two giant powerhouses. There are other companies like Pinduoduo and Shopify who can also be uh, material and offer differentiated service. Part of the reason is because the split between online versus offline, like Vemsi said, Part of the reason is because of closed system like an Apple versus the open system like an Android, which obviously we benefit from being early investor in Xiaomi from day one. So we, 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 we even did a study and launched a digital economy index yesterday where we analyzed 91 companies around the world, all of them publicly traded, all of them consumer facing or related, all of them uh, doing some kind of transactions uh, online. Um, and we look at that. You look at that study, you see that the smaller stock that's differentiated, that embrace an open system, ends up growing faster and appreciate more value um, over uh, over uh, the most immediate future, even though they were going well later in the game. But during the last three to five years, the valuation went up faster in the public market than the so-called incumbent were bigger. And specifically in case of Ramsey and Vedantu, we think that online education is the way to go in India. Um, offline has its part, but given the vast size of the country and disparity in quality of the teaching, you really need to be able to put the best teachers in front of as many people as possible. The only way to do that is online. And you also need to be able to figure out how to do one to many live tutoring so you can help more people with a more efficient model. And when we look throughout India, we thought that Vemsi and Vedantu has the best chance and the best experience at doing that. And the first time we met Vemsi um, through our good friends um, on the board, it was uh, April 2019. And um, internally, we're trying to figure out if this is the best one. The Baiju question came up as well. And, um, and by sub- uh, September, October, we realized that this is actually the best thing to bet on for that thesis that we have. And, um, and that's the experience we saw with U.S. and China that the best online education company that understand tech better can actually become the best company overall. You look at, for example, China, the largest education market in the world. New Oriental is an amazing company, great brand, been around longer and bigger than TAL. But over the last five years, TAL has been able to become number one by doing something different than New Oriental. Both are still great companies. Both are doing well. But just to show you, uh, a number of player could become number one. We're an investor in Musical.ly, which turned into ByteDance and TikTok. And you see how TikTok is making a run at Facebook. It's just to show you that, you know, in technology, in internet, a lot of things can happen. If a founder and team have a differentiation and a winning strategy, even if they come from, quote unquote, behind, they can still have a very impressive 
outcome and make great contributions to uh, society. Interesting. So you're saying that, you know, Vedantu is out there to challenge Baidu's in a big way. Things can always happen in technology and nothing is out of question. I yeah, know. I mean, education is a big market, so everybody can do something different and still do well. And I don't look at India market as just a market in India. I think that team in education in India over time can build global businesses. And that's what we saw with uh, some of the Chinese team, and obviously most of the American teams can do that. And I think India is the next that can build teams like that, that can tackle a global market. You look at some of the top CEOs of tech companies in the U.S., um, increasingly many of them are Indians now. And so there's no reason why the Indian team over time cannot build an amazing company that's global. This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.